everybody and welcome to the skills pod in this episode we're going to discuss feedback i'm emma i'm one of the academic skills advisors here at the university of chester and i'm joined by my colleagues hi everyone my name is craig morley head of the academic skills team my first showing on the podcast hopefully not last hopefully <laughs> we'll see how you fare yeah <laughs> And, and I'm Tony, uh, one of the other academic skills advisors part of the team, um, and this is probably like my 10th episode, I would say. <laughs> um, so, feedback. Who is going to kick off our discussion of feedback? I I had a question that I was going to pose. I thought this might come at the end, but I suppose now I was going to say, <laughs> did you ever get one piece of feedback that you can remember that sort of really made a big difference to your work? Or I suppose it can be university work or any other type of work that sort of still sticks with you now when you're writing or researching. I feel like you should have given this question as this question in advance, Craig, so we could think about <laughs> it. <laughs> For me, mine was um, not a particularly good feedback, um, and it was one of the basis of when I became a lecturer was my go-to. I'm thinking in this role as well when we give feedback um was like what not to do um and it was many years ago i was a research assistant and i just wrote my first academic paper and i sent it off to a journal um and reviewer one was like it's not great but here are things to to put in place to you know um to to improve it if you were going to submit it again so you know not the best feedback but it was nice and it was constructive but reviewer two however was you know it was just like question marks mm -hmm. written in, inside it was this it's is always awful. Reviewer two. it's always reviewer <laughs> two always reviewer two um and i remember reading it and like i had that loss of confidence i had from from just writing in general because the feedback i just felt like i was the worst writer in the entire world um and that I wasn't good enough because the feedback was overly negative. Whereas at least with reviewer one, there was steps to improve. Like this has gone wrong. This is what you can do. Um, and I always use that as a benchmark. And that completely changed how I then give feedback and how I give feedback to students when we do feed forwards or one to ones, for example, where you have to know where things have gone wrong because there's no point sugarcoating. If something's wrong, you need to know. Mm. But you need to tell them why it's wrong and what steps are they um, to kind of move forward. So yeah, that's the one I remember very, very vividly, it, but actually it's changed, it was negative, but it changed my practice um, for the better. So that's mine. I, I know that I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh my gosh, that one, I can't <laughs> think of it. <laughs> like, I think the more detailed feedback is better because like sometimes you'll just get like in my experience when I um when I was a, in undergrad that like everyone gives kind of different feedback in different ways um so I always find it helpful to to have that kind of mix you don't want someone just telling you like this is great um I always find it helpful to kind of have that constructive feedback and like Tony that's what I've taken on board when I've given feedback um but it's really easy to get fixated on the negative stuff like rather than looking you know even if it you know even if it's not a particularly good piece there'll always be positives in it um and 
um, but try not to focus on the negatives. Often, if you see your mark and it's a low mark, um, you tend to fixate on the mark and the negative. I feel like I've said fixate too many times already. Um, <laughs> fixating on fixate. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's important to to take some time away and 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 then come back to it when you've got a bit of a clearer head. Sorry, Carrie, I've gone off from your question because I didn't have an answer to it. No, no, that's all right. I had. <laughs> I had that down as one of the things I was going to talk about, the idea of, of sort of taking a break from mm. it. It's so easy to get downhearted, isn't it? And sort of, yeah. sort of even frustrated if you think actually all the work I put into that and the, and the feedback or the mark isn't what I want. So I think sometimes it can be take a break from it when you're less emotionally attached to it and then come yeah. back to it with a clear head, which allows you sometimes, I think, to be like, OK, it's, it's negative, but they've actually suggested how we can improve it, like Tony was saying before, which I think is, it's hard to do, I think, sometimes when you read it and you rush to the mark, don't you yeah. know, and you're like, oh, this isn't what I wanted, I'll throw it away and never look at it again, but taking that time to, yeah, just decompress a little bit from all the baggage from doing the work and things like that. Yeah, yeah I think um, taking a step back is a great piece of advice because I think everybody, when you do get some feedback, you kind of take it personally, Mm-hmm. You know, your first thought is always oh, an attack on on me and and my ability. When it's not, it's you know, it is anonymous. It's anonymously mm-hmm. marked, so there is none of that at play. Um, and like I say, you've got to got to step back from it. You know, if you want to be angry, be annoyed, fine, do that for twenty four hours, then come back with a clearer head and say, okay, well, clearly this wasn't the best piece of work for whatever reason. Let's look at like you say those positives, those ways to improve. Um. And like I say, for those who, you know, you're getting feedback and you might have failed, you know, using that feedback, particularly in a very clear headed way, is great because when you go through to resubmission, they're the changes you're going to need. That's what your tutors are expecting to see. So, you know, it's no secret what they're trying to get from you. Make sure you use that. And like I said, they're crazy. Don't just like put it away and never see it again because you've you've seen the bad mark. Your tutors want the best from you. So that's what the feedback's there for. They want you to achieve your potential so it while it may seem like upsetting it, it's it's an opportunity for kind of growth and to kind of get where your tutors want you want you and believe that you can be and just kind of jumping on what you were saying Tony about not being personal my background um is creative writing and that is it's all it always feels personal because creative writing is quite a personal um subject you know it, it's it's your writing it um which your assignment should be your writing as well, but like with creative <laughs> writing, disclaimer. But with creative writing, it's something that you've created. It's quite, you know, it's very personal. So it's hard to kind of separate that sometimes. Um, and I know that when I've received bad feedback for creative writing, particularly poetry, which was not my strong point, um, that, but it is hard. Like it, it's, it always hits a lot harder than, you know, when I was, my other half of my undergraduate was um, English literature and the creative writing results always hit harder than the English literature results because it was that extra added layer of, of it being personal. But again, it's taking the time away from it and coming back to it and looking at it in a kind of, you know, this, how can I, how can I improve my writing? What's the opportunity for growth? And also if you're ever struggling and you're not sure how to interpret that feedback, then there is support available to you, like the academic skills team. Mm-hmm. Or your tutors for for the subject specific aspects of it. Shameless plug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think that's the important thing, isn't it? I would like you've been talking about there for how it 
that helps you grow and develop and things like that. I think that's why it is such a it's worth putting the time into look at it, no matter how whether it's good or it's, or the feedback's bad or it's it's just not what you expected because it is really I think for me it's one of those times where you really get something that's really personalised to your work because a lot of the mm-hmm. time with say seminar discussions or for lectures it's quite a general sense or people talking about knowledge in general but it's that opportunity where you won't always get like a chance to sit down for a lecture for like an hour and talk about your work but if it's written feedback that's all for you so it's it's like a really powerful tool I think to to make sure you're using it in a positive way and and helping you grow because that's I don't know it's one of those rare opportunities where it's almost like having that conversation is in terms of right I've looked at your work I think you should do this 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 again mm. to develop it but you've done this really well so it is I think it I think that that's probably why like you said it can be so personal in terms of yeah you know that this is something I've put my heart and soul in if you like and then to get anything that's a little bit negative can be can be quite feel like a pushback almost a little bit mm. but it's it, so is it I don't know how many times I've said personal just like just like you were saying fixated before <laughs> word but, of the podcast yeah <laughs> but it's sort of it's personal in a good way as well because it is it's personal individual advice to you which I think is really really yeah. valuable especially in university to to make sure that you're getting the marks you want in the next assignment I think with feedback, particularly for assessments in, in this university particularly, there's obviously you've got your in-text comments and you have that summary information I think is really, really important. But I think a lot of students often overlook the grade, um, the grade mm. mark, um, where your tutors have put you for individual sections. Um, and I think that's so vital because you can look at your comments and see the individual things where you know you need to improve or what you've done well. You can see those summary comments. But if usually if you scroll down to the bottom of that feedback, you have the the grade mark, um, um, the rubric basically, where you might see it might have referencing, it might have like section one, section yeah. two, and you'll get graded in there in terms of percentage. And that's a really good way to know. So for example, let's say for discussion, you got like a two one, it's around about 60%, but your referencing was a fail. And your tutor said, you know, oh, you know, in-text citation, this, this, and this. Well, you can go to that rubric and say, mm. okay, well, I failed because I did what it said there. How can I get into those upper classes in that percentage boundary there using the rubric? And I don't know how many, I don't think many students actually do make use of that where your tutors have used that to mark you. So please do when you do get feedback of any assessment whether it's say you've got 17 you want to get into the 80s or you're you know just scraping a pass have a look at where your tutors have put you in that um, assessment rubric at the end of that feedback and you'll be able to see what you need to do because it writes out very very clearly what a student should do in each one of those percentages to get that percentage so please do um, have a look at that because like I say I think that's something that's quite uh, underutilized by students yeah, I think, I think that's really a really good point because it, uh, it then creates the, the roadmap for the next assessment, mm. doesn't it, in terms of, okay, these are, I don't know, the two priorities that, are, that I'm going to work on for that next next assessment and and you can book a one-to-one skills appointment with the academic skills like team, <laughs> for example, um, so that you've got that, you're constantly building it from one to the next. So I think that's a really good point because, again, those those rubrics do like you were saying, Tony, the outline exactly mm. the area, the topic, or whatever it is that that you're being asked to work on, so that can help make that make the 
that plan going forward. Are you going to see a tutor to get subject specific feedback? Are you going to come and see um, the academic skills team? You know, for example, if what part of your feedback was, you know, more critical analysis or more reference, you know, better referencing, those are, you know, those are aspects we can definitely help you with or paragraph structure, things like that. So having that kind of plan of, right, right, this is what I've got. This is the feedback I've got. I would always kind of make notes from my feedback. So I'd mm. kind of put some bullet points down uh, to kind of keep in mind things that I, I would need to to take forward into my next assignment um and i guess a good kind of way like tony was saying about the gray the the market what was it that you called it the, the, oh they set the gray mark assessment rubric yeah <laughs> and i'm assuming that you know that that's something that students you know you will have access to yep. a, a rubric of some kind um and i know that when i've been marking previous um, a lecture previously you know the students had access to those rubrics so they could look and see right you know if i want to get a 2-1 these are the things that i need to you know to achieve um so that kind of comes prior to kind of writing your assignment in a way but also ties in with kind of taking the feed i feel like i'm just waffling taking the feedback that you've got from this aside from the assignment look at you know for your next assignment looking at that rubric and and combining that feedback and you know moving forwards what are you going to do to kind mm. of you know to get the grade that you want to achieve or to kind of you know if you've if you've submitted a good assignment and you're pleased with your mark what are you going to replicate moving mm. forwards yeah yeah that's a really good point especially especially on the, the bullet points and and things like that because it, it it takes out the really important information doesn't it around yeah especially for for that end end text comments like you were saying before so you know it, it reminds me one thing i used to do which is pretty similar to what you were talking about there and rather than bullet points i used to go through and like color code the different comments so say if it was about okay. structure it would be green and then i'd go through and, and highlight anything that was about structure and green but if it was about say i, I, I misunderstood an argument or whatever that would go a different color and then that would sort of sort of help me to prioritize what were the main aims because if i have like 15 comments about structure in the in text then i go actually i've made i've made a hash of the structure here. that's probably <laughs> any, that's probably something i need to do for the next next assessment to to have a look at that sometimes it can be it can be hard to think about okay i've got these comments but what do i you know in an ideal world potentially i have to look at addressing each and every one before the next assessment but if you are hard pressed on time it might be worth thinking about what's the priority area and going off to tony's point again using the market rubrics to look for the next assignment and like compare your feedback to that and plot your way forward there which might be a handy way to sort of figure out what to do with it and putting that feedback into action i think that comparison of feedback actually is something that's really really useful where you don't take the feedback in isolation because i yeah. say if you keep coming to your feedback and let's say structure keeps cropping up all of the time in every assignment that you do that's clearly something that you need to work on um or have you so let's say for example like referencing did you manage to sort that for one but then you step back into kind of old habits uh, for your next one and i think yeah having those feedbacks there and not just reading them sorting it and then never seeing it again i think particularly for like a year particularly i would say level four five six wherever you're in i think keep coming back to that original feedback and like you say there have a look at your previous one what did you need to change for that to then make sure mm. that's in your next one i think that's really important actually that comparison of feedback mm. yeah because there's another example i've used that i've never 
say you say you used i've seen other people use mm. that never used it myself that idea of like a even just a simple like stop start continue thing so you look at your feedback and think okay well from this next assignment what am i going to stop doing what i'm going to continue doing what i'm going to start doing and that might be just a really structured way to address that feedback but i guess it's it's finding finding what works for you obviously bullet points work for you emma color coding worked for me and it's about if say for example you're a first year student saying you're looking at your feedback for the first time i'd say try as many different of these different strategies as you can yeah. And just see what works for you. You might think, actually, what was he talking about colour code? That was, that was useless. Why is he telling me to do that? But then you might you might try bullet points. Think, actually, yeah, that's perfect for me. That's what I'm going to going to do. It's about finding what, yeah. what works for you as an individual, isn't it? Or I'll say it's like me. I would just read it. I would mm. just read it and think about every comment uh, and like why why have they said that or what did I do? Um, so I so said I didn't do code nor write, and I just took time away just to to sit and think about it. Um, like you say, there's so many different ways. I think another kind of important point as well is don't compare yourself to others. Like it's very easy. Mm. I always remember um, when I was going to get my undergrad degree results, it was when they still stuck them on the wall and you all uh, gathered around that, yeah. and looked at the list. <laughs> and I remember the, the person above me had got a first. And for a second, I was like, oh my gosh. And then realized it wasn't me. Um, but it's that kind of and I've seen my my students do it when I was lecturing, like they all talk about their feedback and some get really downhearted because others have got higher marks. And, you know, obviously in kind of this modern world that we have, there's WhatsApp groups where people discuss marks and, you know, class WhatsApp groups. And it's just really important to, to kind of not feel, not discount your effort. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, you, you've worked, as long as you know that you've worked hard on something, you know, the, the whole point of doing these assignments and getting feedback is that there are opportunities for growth. Um, and, you know, there's there's always, it's kind of, you know, it's a step-by-step -step thing, isn't it? But, you know, every time you submit an assignment, you know, try and aim to kind of do as well or, or slightly better, um, but use the support that's available to you, like the academic skills team, um, <laughs> to, to kind of, you know, rather than wallowing and comparing yourselves to other your, your results to other people's because that's not helpful for, for you it's no it's your journey it's your academic journey and i think it's important as well with feedback particularly if you got negative feedback you know you didn't get a mark that you wanted is take a bit of responsibility for it as well so you know I've, i have seen some students in the past where their first thought is to blame somebody else blame the tutor blame mm. blame something else and it's like you know well, did you get a bad mark because you actually didn't put 100% in? You know, did you leave it to the last minute? You know, so if that is the case as well, you, when you when you don't get a mark that you weren't expecting or you thought you would get better, you know, I just have to think about what, what you did in that process and is there any accountability there that's something that you, yeah, I could have done that better or, you know, I didn't give that enough time rather than going straight into, the, into that comparison and, and that blame. Because I think it's natural sometimes, isn't it, when you kind of know you've messed up and you're like, oh, it's because of X, Y, and Z, when really you might have went out probably too many times that week uh, in, of submission week. So, yeah, I think that is one thing that, because you are adults, you are there to learn, and I think it is important that you do take that accountability in if you've not done something, again, that's a learning opportunity for yourself to enact that for, for your next one. The other point that I had to discuss was the dealing with feedback is is a life skill it's not just for university mm. you're going to get feedback so for example you know I remember going for jobs 
um, and not getting jobs um, and taking the opportunity to get feedback on, you know, if I've been to an interview what, or, you know, submitted an application, it's not been successful and taking that on board. So it is a, it's not just a skill that's unique to university. It's a skill, you know, we always get feedback. Um, even we get feedback. So, you know, kind of it's an important to have that strategy for how you're going to deal with with negative feedback um in 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 life essentially you know there's there's going to be knockbacks but looking you know for example with the jobs um that I was just talking about you know okay so um I didn't I didn't get an interview for this job because I didn't yeah. I didn't tailor my application to the to the job specification so then you know on my next application I can look at you know, make sure that I've read through that specification several times and that I've clear I'm clearly addressing the points mm. on that specification. And I think with feedback as well, you mentioned earlier, I mean, you're absolutely spot on that it's a it is a life skill because you're not always going to get feedback in a nice neat form with no. comments on, you know, it, it sometimes it could be that five minute chat with the boss or somebody else, someone might say something. So you have to learn to deal with it because sometimes you don't have that opportunity to just sit on it for yeah 24 hours you know if someone said so like this needs to change right now face to face how are you going to deal with that mm. um and i think it is important obviously like a lot of feedback you say we do talk talk about it in a negative sense but actually yeah. what i think uh, i think is as individuals as well we don't often get feedback in a sense of what you do well we often gloss over that and when you do get feedback which is good it can actually take take you back a little bit like oh I, I did do that quite well so I think you mentioned that before I mean in terms of like I say when you have got things that have gone well make sure you also focus on them and give them as equal attention yeah. um because I think that's that is important that you know if you are enjoying something or you have read give give that person feedback you know like I say same as your tutor you know if you've had a really good session let them know if again if you've interacted with our team or potentially now you're listening to this podcast and you have some positive or negative feedback let us know and let, let those people know <laughs> because i say we're very quick i think to tell people what you're not doing well yeah but we don't often get that good feedback um and i think that that's like a cultural thing and that should really change particularly in in higher education we should start if people are doing stuff well we should be letting them know so so yeah yeah i think that's a really good point, especially in terms of you think about because we talked to me and if you don't get the feedback that you want and how sort of how damaging it can be sometimes to your yeah. confidence and, and things like that. So I was just thinking when you were talking then, Tony, is it it's related to mindfulness or, or something like that that I read a while ago in terms of maybe sort of embedding your feedback in that? So if you do get it, it's a good feedback, copy and paste and put them in a document somewhere. So yeah. then when you're like, when you're feeling less confident or you're feeling a bit down or you're struggling with a topic, look back through all the positive comments, lectures or other people have given you and be like, actually, yeah, I am good. I do know what I'm doing. Just just to give that that confidence, that confidence boost when you need it. Because we all need it yeah. every now and then. Like you were saying, Tony, like it's to to realise that you are doing things well and you are you are giving it your your best and, and getting good marks and things like that. So having that sort of log of positive comments can be just as important yeah. as picking up the negatives and thinking oh, I've got to develop this now and things like that. That's also a kind of good thing to do like if you've got that kind of log of positive feedback to look at that before you start your next assignment mm. so that to remind you of the things that you know you've done well 
So that's that continu continuity of you know putting that in, into your next assignment. Mm. And on that as well, I remember there was a student um, who's used our team before and, and they would put their own feedback in. So they would yeah. read through their work and they would critique their own work yeah. of what they feel needed to change or what they did well. And I thought that was a really nice way to do it because if you can start critiquing yourself and spotting some potential issues before your tutor or our team sees it, that's really going to help um, develop your work. And that's definitely one strategy you could employ is mm. can you potentially try and mark your own work or give yourself some feedback and what that student did as well is really nice to see um, was little motivational things like, oh, I feel like I've done this bit well, you know, and, and that was yeah. actually quite nice. Um, those little pep talks that you give yourself. Yeah, I think that that's a good point. So I'll see it again. It goes it goes back to like the mark and rubrics or the criteria that you were you talking about before. So it's like you can use those to yeah. mark your after you work on because you can be like, okay, they're going to mark me on referencing and research on critical thinking on I don't know understanding of the theories and then you could go through and be like actually I don't think I've explained this theory so I mark that and that's something that I need to and I think that's a real powerful isn't it that self-assessment almost yes. tool to yeah. of that um which is really so that's an even better skill because that's mm. you can be a constant source of feedback to yourself then you don't have <laughs> to wait on someone else and you can you can start to identify those those areas of development for yourself which i think is i think that helps to close that sort of feedback loop almost because if you know and you can really get to know your own writing style your own ways of working and you identify actually i know in a first draft i will you know my paragraphs will never be right or or my spelling or grammar or whatever it is i know it's not right on the first first draft then it speeds that process up of okay next draft i'm going to do this or or whichever it is to constantly be pushing that forward so thank you everybody for listening to um today's skill pod all about feedback and in that vein if you do have any feedback about uh, today's podcast or the team please do email ask at chesterace.uk and as we have discussed we are here to support you so please do get in touch with the team for a one-to-one -one or for feedback um but yeah thank you everybody i'm tony i'm emma i'm craig Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.